0: Hi there, and thanks for checking out another episode of Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode, we'll have a homily for Sunday, July eighteenth, 2021, in which we'll be celebrating the Feast of St. Mary Magdalene. Let's begin with a reading from John's Gospel. The Holy Gospel of Our Lord Jesus Christ, According to John Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went towards the tomb. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, RABBUNAI, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of Christ. May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hi there, everybody. The other day, I was trying to set up an account online. I gradually made my way through the various steps, and eventually I got to the part where they were asking me some security questions. They were asking me the kind of questions that only I might know the answers to. I was prompted to choose three or four questions from a much longer list of things like my favorite color, my first car, the name of my first pet, etc. One of the questions was the name of my favorite superhero. And that got me to thinking about how we choose the kind of people that we look up to. They may not look like comic book superheroes, but who are the people that we look up to? Who do we aspire to be like? If you could choose three role models today, who would they be? And why would you choose them in particular? What qualities make a person a good role model? Maybe you've chosen someone who has overcome some kind of adversity. Maybe it's someone who has some skills or abilities or some other quality that you aspire to have yourself. As Christians, we take time throughout the year to think about people who might act as spiritual role models, inspiring us to grow closer to God and to deepen our faith. Just like the role models that we have in our own modern day, the people whose lives are celebrated in the church calendar are regular, everyday people. They have hopes and fears, strengths and weaknesses, just like we do. We hold them up as saints not because they are superhuman or because they are in some way more perfect or more holy than we are. Rather, we consider them as spiritual role models because they act with courage and faith despite their human frailties. Despite their challenges, they offer us a realistic, achievable goal. Today, we take time to consider the life and faith of a woman named Mary from a small town called Magdala in the region of Galilee in Israel. Luke's gospel tells us that Jesus had cast seven demons out of Mary and she became one of his disciples or followers. Not only that, we're also told that Mary Magdalene financially supported Jesus' work and ministry, implying that she was a person of some economic means. But that's really only the beginning of the story. Today, our Gospel reading comes from near the end of John's Gospel. In fact, it's a reading that we often hear either on Easter Sunday morning or shortly thereafter. John describes Mary going to Jesus' tomb after his crucifixion, much like we might go to the grave of a loved one. She quickly realizes that the stone which had blocked the entrance to the tomb had been rolled away. John describes her standing in the garden weeping, mourning the death of her beloved teacher and friend. At a loss, she peers into the tomb and sees two angels sitting where Jesus' body had once been. After a brief conversation, she turns to see someone else in the garden. At first, she mistakes him for the gardener. In a mixture of grief and frustration, she pleads with him to tell her where Jesus' body has been taken. I can imagine her voice breaking a bit as she speaks. The figure speaks a simple one-word response. He says her name. Mary. That's when it all comes together and she recognizes the person standing in front of her. It's Jesus. Who would believe it? Many had seen him hanging on the cross, they had watched him die, and yet here he was, alive again, talking to Mary as if none of it had happened. Listen to how John described what happens next. John wrote, Jesus said to Mary, Go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he had said these things to her. At first glance, John's description makes it sound very matter-of-fact, almost inconsequential. But this isn't just an offhand remark. There are several layers to Mary's telling of the story. First of all, this whole concept of Jesus' resurrection was pretty incredible. When Mary discovered the empty tomb, her first reaction was to tell Peter and John. They came running, verified the tomb was empty, and then they went home. John's Gospel tells us that they did not yet understand the scripture that Jesus must rise from the dead. They would eventually understand, but they weren't there just yet. Hearing that someone had come back from the dead and was seen up and walking about must have seemed like a pretty tall tale. And to be fair, it's not exactly an everyday occurrence. I don't know how much you've thought about Jesus' first appearance after the resurrection. He could have chosen anyone to be first. He could have appeared to Pilate, who sentenced him to crucifixion. He could have appeared in the temple and shown the religious leaders a thing or two. But he didn't do either of those. He chose a grieving woman standing alone in a garden. Not only that, think about his timing. It's only after Peter and John left the tomb that Jesus appeared to Mary. He then directed her to go and tell the others what had happened. In that culture at that time, Jesus chose the most unlikely candidate to be the first one to tell this awesome story. In a male-dominated culture in which women were not considered particularly credible, Jesus chose Mary of Magdala to be the apostle to the apostles. Jesus told her to go and tell the others what she had experienced. He was back. Her faithful response to his directive is one of the reasons we recognize her as a spiritual role model today, 2,000 years later. Today, we are invited to consider what we can learn from the life of a woman named Mary from a small fishing town in Galilee. What kind of role model can she be for us today? First of all, we see that she was faithful. Her dedication to the teachings and person of Jesus Christ brought her to the tomb that day. Despite her tears and her grief, she was rewarded with a genuine encounter with the resurrected Jesus. Jesus met her where she was, in her grief, comforting and encouraging her along the way. Secondly, she didn't get it right, right away. When she first saw Jesus, she thought he was the gardener. It took time for her to understand what was really going on. This offers us encouragement that we don't have to have all the answers. We don't need to get it right all the time. Jesus' first appearance wasn't to the wealthy, the wise, or the powerful. He chose someone who was faithful and rewarded her with a genuine encounter with the Son of God. To this day, God continues to seek out encounters with normal, everyday people. We are reminded that God is willing to meet with us wherever we are so that we might have a genuine encounter with the divine. Lastly, having had an encounter with God, we are encouraged to invite others to do likewise. By welcoming others into our experiences with Jesus, we are drawn deeper into the story. We can help others have an encounter with Christ just like Mary did with the other disciples. This is the role model that Mary Magdalene offers us today, a model in which we are met by Christ, drawn deeper into relationship with Him, and invite others to journey along as well. Let's pray. Love divine, in raising Christ to new life, you open the path of salvation to all peoples, send us out with the joy of Mary Magdalene to proclaim that we have seen the Lord so that all the world may celebrate with you the banquet of your peace. Amen.